Welcome to Inspire. In the next 30 minutes, you'll meet some people who are passionate about using their skills to bring good to life and about using the arts to make the world a better place. We hope you are inspired by what you hear. Welcome to Inspire. My name is Rich DeBose. I'm Director of Church Support Services, Creative Ministries for the Pacific Union Conference. And we're here once again to explore creativity, to talk about how we can use um, art and music and uh, all kinds of things to help bring good to life and to help tell God's story. And uh, we have a couple of guests with us today, Greg. We do, Rich. I'm really excited about today's show. We've got Courtney Jepson, who is a great uh, musician, singer, songwriter. We're going to be really inspired about not only her story, but her music. It, it's just a lot to look forward to. And we've also got David B. Smith, uh, who is an author and uh, of, of multiple books. And David, we want to start our show with you today. Good. Tell us about uh, what it is that you do. Well, I have uh, a long experience as a kid. Uh, I was two years old. And my mom and dad did me the biggest favor of my life. Uh, they got on a boat, this is so long ago, got on a boat and dragged me to Thailand. Oh. Uh, I was a missionary kid. Uh, my whole childhood was spent in uh, northern Thailand, really in the boonies, and then a number of years in Bangkok. And so many years after that here, living in Loma Linda area, um, I just felt the Lord calling me to say, take that ambiance, take that colorful Asian world and tell stories of God's grace and God's power and God's moving set in Bangkok. And I had no idea if it was something that would start to gel or if it would work. So I just began to pray and sit at my computer um, and just begin to type. And uh, really, before too long went by, I looked at the uh, last page and, you know, the end, and I said, you know, the, the Lord made this happen. I really got that ghostly feeling of you do your best, you use your talents, but at the end of the day, is something that the, the Holy Spirit has to make happen. And I, I got to the finish, I said, boy, he really did. He just really did. And, and so I just, I, I, I'm trying to tell stories of God's working in people's lives, wonderful people's lives, where, where God is an active part of what they do and say and think. And it's been a lot of fun. You've taken that upbringing that you had and just brought it to life. Exactly, because, like. you know, I lived there for those years. And so ministry and service and branch Sabbath schools and going from the city out to a village on a, on a Saturday afternoon and hanging a picture roll on a tree. I lived that life. Yeah. Um, now, of course, that was in 1959 and 60 and 61. Um, and these stories are set in, you know, 2015, 18 and so forth. Mm -hmm. um, but it's still the same calling where God says, here's this wonderful world of sweet, precious valuable Buddhist jewels, uh, and they just need to know that Jesus can be their amazing king. And we need to have people who will go there and love him and be funny and sweet and effective. And uh, the first person, the, the first character in the book, number one, uh, Rachel Marie Stone, is just this superstar teacher. She's <laughs> so good at it. And so Bangkok Christian School, which is fictional but not really, uh, says, we got to get her. We got to get so they so they draft her for one year. Says so just come be a superstar for us for one year, and just show these kids what what bright, funky, funny, 
lovable Christianity is all about. Yeah, yeah. So she goes out there, and I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but uh, she falls in love and uh, stays a lot longer oh. than one year. Uh, uh, so, so that's a lot of fun as well. But it's just living the Jesus life, the Christ-centered life, in front of kids who are, who are watching. Uh, and just day by day as you teach phonics and English and math and 2 plus 2 and all the rest, she makes Jesus a part of it in a way that's just beautiful and attractive. And uh, I had a ball writing him. It's oh, it a, sounds like it's it. A, yeah. It's a lot of fun to work on something like that. So, so David, this is, yeah. this is uh, one series, right? This is one series. I got four of them sitting here. It's going to be ten before I'm done. Um, so uh, the, the, the interesting thing is to find the new character and to find the new story. Um, you know, how do you pick who's going to come? Uh, there's a little bit of formula to it. They're all love stories. There's always going to be a first date. Uh, first kiss, and at the end there's going to be a, an engagement proposal and an engagement ring coming out. Um, so those things are all going to happen. But you still have to say, okay, who's, who's going to be the central person in this particular story? Um, kind of fun, the, uh, a minor character in the first book became the central love interest in the third book, which is a lot of okay, fun. Okay, so this is just one series. You've written other things. I have done a lot of other stuff. I've written a lot of nonfiction Christian, you know, stuff, just um, doctrinal studies, how to live the Christian life, how to witness, how to, how to live for the Lord. You were a writer for years for Voice of Prophecy. For the Voice of Prophecy radio ministry. So I think the Lord helped me during those years to learn how to take regular topics and find that spicy entering way in. Because, you know, Rich, when you're, when you're writing for radio, Every day, you're hitting a lot of people for the first time. I mean, on a Thursday morning, you're hitting somebody who has never tuned in before. They've never studied the word before. And so you, you can't just say, let's turn to Romans 3 and get going. You have to start with something that will catch their interest and be spicy, be, be humorous, be timely. Uh, we'll refer to what they saw on CNN just the night before. You have to learn to do that. And somehow the Lord... Number one, gave me the, some DNA for it. I have a, some Venden DNA in my background, so I carry that around with me. Um, but the second thing is just by prayer and by living life, uh, God makes it happen. So it, it's all do you, God's doing. What do you do for a living? I mean, I know this is a passion of yours, and it's kind of a side project, isn't it? Uh, this is a side project. I spend my days at San Bernardino Valley College uh, teaching people at Courtney calculus and uh, elementary algebra and trig and things like that. Uh, so this is strictly uh, all day Friday and maybe a few hours on Sunday before the Dodgers come on. Um, <laughs> but that, that's my life. So teaching math and writing, do those two go together? <laughs> Normally you wouldn't say so because math is very left brain, you know, just, okay, here's the derivative of x squared. Um, but again, in the classroom, you, you got to find a way to be creative, to make it fun. You know, I teach in two-hour blocks. You can't just walk in and say, let's turn to page 74 and here we go. There is some of that. But you have to learn to find a way to make those two hours come to life and be enjoyable for people. So I think the same DNA feeds, feeds both of those. Greg, I think we would like to be in that class. Yeah, I think so. That would be the funnest math class that I would have ever Are, are you ever. strong at trigonometry? I am I can, terrible at math. I can, I, can get, I can get you fixed up. No, no, no. That's no, all right. I was the worst calculus student, I think, ever. So I, I, Come find me. I have a class I, at 10 o'clock. <laughs> Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'll be there. Sure. <laughs> if, if, if a person were to pick up book two or three okay. of this, 
would they be able to? It, each each one, yes, they're a series, but each one is autonomous. Each one in and does stand alone. It, every story is self-contained. Mm -hmm. uh, it'd be best to read straight through from the first because they do happen sequentially. Okay. And so, a very important person in book one does have a cameo in book two and is an important godly influence. Uh, for example, book one is this Rachel Marie, who is just she looks a lot like you, frankly, um, <laughs> just a young, real nice young lady who lives for the Lord, but mm -hmm. has some issues, is struggling, um, is, is debating the issue of, do I compromise or do I really live for Christ and obey him all the time and not keep dipping over to here? Well, I think that's a common theme among believers that these conflicts do arise in our lives. Well, you lives make a decision. As, as struggles yes. happen in our lives. You make a decision, as... but then three months later, an attractive temptation away from your decision mm -hmm. comes. And she's just, she's right that close to falling into a real pit. Mm -hmm. And then she goes, I already decided this. I already made a commitment <laughs> that I was not going to live that way. And here I am heading into disaster. And right at the nick of time, the Holy Spirit just pulls her back. Mm -hmm. And in the next chapter, the guy she really ought to be with gives his heart to the Lord. And the, and the love story gets on track. And then I, that goes right to the finish line. So that's fun. My point was, so then this person, who's a good mentor, in the second book, a a non-believing cousin of hers is drafted out to Bangkok. Uh, and so then Rachel Marie is God's ambassador to help her to get with the Lord, to learn to live the vibrant life. And then she falls in love and the whole thing begins to spin out. So as the books progress, you really do want to kind of experience them in order. But you, mm -hmm. could, you could read number seven mm -hmm. all by itself if you really just saw that on a, on a laundromat. Yeah. Dryer, you it, could it, grab the one. It sounds like your characters are very relatable people. And I hope so. I, I, I don't tend to write villains well. I, I have done a little bit of that. Uh, they're basically likable people with flaws, with temptations, with struggles, and they, they fall away from what they've committed to. And thank God we have a merciful Savior, mm -hmm. and it comes back. The main thing running all the way through is just attractive, grace-bathed, Christianity. I, I believe in a merciful Jesus. I believe in a God of second and third and tenth chances. Um, one thing I really like about this series, there's a United Christian Church in downtown Bangkok, um, and it's fictional, uh, but I try to write it as I wish all churches could be, where the pastor loves folks and it's a community of nurturing and people are forgiving of each other and they have a lot of fun at potlucks after church every week. Of course, you know, a, a Thai, a Bangkok potluck is like no place else that you can imagine. Um, so that's fun to write. Uh, but it just gives you a chance to write, this is what I think a good Christian school ought to be like. This mm -hmm. is what a church and a community ought to be like. And this is what God's people need to try to live like, to, to, to be loving and not judgmental. So it gives you a chance to say, it gives you a chance through fiction to say the things you think are important. Mm -hmm. you know, and, and some books just have one key takeaway and the whole 350 pages of creating and writing and just some mundane stuff gives you the chance on the very last page to say, okay, this is what's important. This is what God brought you here to do. Uh, and, and, and so the whole story just sets up these moments that a, that a writer loves to, to say. Yeah. So if a person is interested in finding out about these, where would they find the books? Basically, Amazon is the marketplace. They're all, they're all sitting there. We have them in print form, and they are very inexpensive e-books. 
I'm just now trying to make a, a large print version for people like my mom who would like to read 14 point type. But uh, they're basically sitting at Amazon just... Uh, so they just look up your name? They can either type in the title of the book or just David B. Smith, they'll all jump right up. Um, DavidBSmithBooks.com kind of has a list of everything I'm working on, including a lot of the nonfiction, you know, Bible study and that sort of thing. And you're on Facebook too? Oh yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, great. Wonderful. It's a lot of fun. Thanks for sharing your art with us. And, I appreciate and, uh, it. All of this good work. My really pleasure. Really can see God working through you. Thanks. Through your stories. Thanks. <laughs> and Courtney, uh, I've just as a musician myself, I mm -hmm. I don't relate to being a, a writer like that, David. I'm very <laughs> impressed with that. But uh, as a musician, and Rich and I are both in, in that, that's our art as well. I'm really just intrigued by what, uh, what you're doing with, with your music. Tell us a little bit about uh, how you got involved with music. And it, it's like most of us, it's probably been something in your soul most of your life. But tell us your story. Yeah, music has always been a really important part of my life. And I feel like um, for me, it's been a constant in feeling connected to God. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I didn't start writing my own music till I was in college, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was hesitant to share my music or really kind of move forward more with it. Um, why, but, why were you hesitant? <laughs> good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think there's always a voice whenever you're especially really called to something yeah. um, telling you that you're not good enough. Um, and yeah. so that's been a big struggle for me of just feeling inadequate. Um, and my biggest fan was always my brother. And my whole life, he was always pushing me and always, you know, frustrated, telling me, like, why aren't you pursuing music more seriously? I don't even understand why you're getting a master's degree. You should be doing music. <laughs> and I was, I was like, no, 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 maybe at some point, whatever. But really, I was just scared. Um, yeah. And then... Two years ago, almost exactly, um, my brother passed away in a car accident oh. all of a sudden. And um, we were very, very close. And kind of a way to honor him, what was really tugging on my heart was to pursue music finally more mm. and to wow. kind of um, not lean on my own courage, but to kind of take that courage and... Um, that courage that he always had in me and that belief that he always had in me mm. and to move forward more seriously with music. Um, and so actually our community came together. Things just really fell in place in an amazing way. I feel like I just finally surrendered and stopped running from it. And the more I surrendered, the more things started to fall into place and our community raised um, a fifth, like, they raised a lot of money so that I could actually create an album. So I'm actually in process really? of, oh. um, and everything is my own music. Um, I'm in process of finishing my first album. I got pregnant along the way and that kind of slowed the process down. But um, it's really been this beautiful opportunity for me to show up for music um, through my grief process mm -hmm. and to just be present even when it's really scary and to just bring the authenticity and surrender to the music that I make. And that's really kind of um, just been a process throughout the whole album. I feel like it really shows, it really, um, I've written through, you know, the positive and the, the depths of the struggle mm -hmm. and the loss and kind of starting to find the light again in our life. Um, you mentioned that you started writing songs in college. Uh -huh. Um, but obviously you must have learned how to play the keyboard before that. <laughs> uh, when did you start 
taking piano or whatever? Oh, I started, I was terrible at piano. My parents made me <laughs> take a lessons and I loved, I loved listening to piano and I enjoyed playing, but I hated practicing. Yeah, wow. So I eventually stopped in like eighth grade and I actually studied voice partially in college um, as a um, vocal minor and I needed some piano to be able to accompany myself. So that's actually when I started playing piano again and then I mm. kind of started exploring songwriting. Yeah. So do yeah. you mostly play by ear? You know, people ask me that. It's funny. I don't really play by ear, and I don't, I don't read music well. <laughs> I kind of just write my own stuff. So, <laughs> I like I, up your own chords. You're my just... kind of musician. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. So, well, it, it, I'm just so impressed with your community raised the funds to yeah. record mm -hmm. the recording process. It costs tens of thousands. Of, I mean, you can spend yeah. ridiculous amounts of money. Yeah. That's quite a supportive community. That's yes. very, very impressive. There are a lot of and, people that love my brother. And well, I th and I'm, I know that's true. And I think it also speaks to to how they feel about you as well, mm. of course. And that, I, I think that's we need yeah. to really, hear some music. I think we do need to hear some music. <laughs> Will you uh, step over to the piano? And, yeah, uh, absolutely. Please uh, play us a couple songs absolutely. if you want to just... Uh, head over there now. Okay. Rich, um, I just really feel uh, fantastic about this show. I mean, this this is, we've got two great artists here, and uh, we're just looking forward to uh, to hearing Courtney, uh, her music as well. It it's, comes from deep within her. I think that's pretty obvious. So. Right.
my wings and jump. Your thoughts are higher than all my praise. Oh, your ways are higher than all my wings and jump. Your thoughts are higher than all my praise. Oh, your ways are higher than all my ways and dreams. Your thoughts are higher than all my praise. Oh, your ways are higher than all my ways and dreams. Your thoughts are higher. And you came and restored it to me. You said, my child. 
back over and, and join us. We'd like to wish we could just sit here all day and, and listen yeah, to yeah. you. What what an incredible gift you have. I thought you said you didn't consider yourself a keyboard player. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. I really see the depth from, from where uh, your art's coming from. It's just terrific. Do you Thank have a you. Facebook page? I do. I also have a website, um, CourtneyJepson.com, and actually the first song I played is available, um, recorded for a free download there, and also a, another song um, that I really wrote when I was in the depths of grief that is, um, is, is available for free download as well. So there's two songs there. So are you doing... Um Concerts around uh, Southern California or I'm other places? I'm not yet, but that is in the near future. Yeah, okay. I have a little five-week-old baby girl at home, so yeah. wait until she's a little bit older and when we wrap up the album, and then that's the plan. So I actually first saw you perform over at uh, Converge. Oh, okay. Uh, that was last November, I think it yeah. was, over mm -hmm. in um, Temple, Temple, Temple City. Temple City, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah, and so I thought, Oh, I need, to, <laughs> I need to interview her. <laughs> well, I'm glad to be here yeah, for having yeah, me. Thank you. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I want to make some of this information available on our website. Our yeah. website is visitinspire.org. Uh, anyone that wants to uh, see anything about what we do at Inspire uh, can go there and to find out about these two artists as well as any artists that we're highlighting on, on the show. Exactly. Sometimes we also do... Um, almost like email interviews where we mm -hmm. have you respond to different questions and then we put an article on the website where we have more information, you know, that kind of unpacks a little bit of what we've talked about here because our time is so short, mm -hmm. you know. So we will probably approach you guys about that <laughs> okay. in the near future here. Anything else for us, Greg, that... Uh... Well, you know, I just, like I said before, I just love to see the variety of gifts that God gives to people here. I mean, we've had, if you remember some of our past shows, Rich, we've had a man that stood here and played uh, a, like a 12 foot long alpenhorn. And, you know, and, and we've had such broad diversity in art and it really speaks to uh, God has infinite number of gifts. Underwater he, photographer. That's right. Underwater photographer, musicians, <laughs> of course, and authors now and illustrators. We had a woman that uh, made purses and and just incredible uh, art that we've seen yeah, yeah. and uh, today's uh, guests are you know just adding to that diversity I just David do appreciate what you brought us uh, with your your the novels that you're writing that are Christian novels and this show is about highlighting people that tell God's story mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, what 
better way to do that than writing stories it's about so fun fictional the, characters. The, the uniqueness, I mean, what she does, what I do, so completely different, Right. and yet you get a picture of the wonder of Christ from both avenues. I mm -hmm. thought that was just terrific. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's very true. So uh, we'd just like to thank both of you for coming and to, uh, to all of those watching the show. We just appreciate your viewership and your support of what we're doing here. Remember, our website is visitinspire.org. Please go there and find out lots of things that you'd like to know about these guests and many others. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for being a part of this session. Find out more about Inspire at visitinspire.org or join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash visit.inspire. Until next time, remember, creativity is allowing yourself to make mistakes. Art is knowing which ones to keep.